Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Broadcasting from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hassle protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. Um, we get into arguments all the time. Not, not as much as uh, with previous producers. Jay Stu is pretty, he's a pretty curmudgeon towards everything. And he also, you do the... Um, it's not condescending, but you also do that. What's that? What's it called when uh, you're clearly upset, but you act like you're not upset over things? What is that? Uh, right? Um, is it uh, patronizing? Passive aggressive? Uh, passive aggressive and a little patronizing as well. Right? Like Jay, Jay Stu know. Like I know when Jay Stu's pissed, but there's generally not <laughs> a lot of grumbling or, or sideline spats. Occasionally, Byer and I will have one. Right? I mean, a buyer usually saying he's right. Me saying, well, I don't remember you being that right. It's like, yeah, I was actually right. And I have the tape and me going, I don't remember. Then he plays the tape. Like, well, I think that tape was doctored. That's usually what it comes down to. (laughs) 
Yeah, there Dan was a uh, sideline spat by the way. with the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers and George Pickens, their their talented rookie wide receiver, yelling at the sidelines to get him the effing ball. Here's Mike Tomlin addressing it. I'd rather say woe than sick him. Significant part of what it is that we do. Now, the appropriate and professional and mature way to express that, we're growing and working on, and we will continue. But that spirit, that competitive spirit, the guy that wants the ball, no, nah, I want that guy. I'd imagine TJ wants to lay the quarterback down more. We got competitors. This is professional football. These guys know that they have to deliver. And so for a guy that, that wants to do that, I'm not going to make that a negative, no matter how silly I think the commentary is or people talking about him expressing frustrations and stuff and trying to make it a negative storyline. I laugh at that. Uh, I, I would agree with him. And, and there's obviously a line there, right? Because Antonio Brown crossed over all of those lines and they, they showed him the door. Um, but I agree with Mike Tomlin, right? What did he say? I'd rather say woe than, than sick him. Is that what he said? I'd rather say woe than sick him. I love it. Love it. I love that. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that and use that. That's phenomenal. Phenomenal. I'd rather and, say woe than sick him. I'd rather say woe than sick him. Is there ever anybody who's better at it than Mike Tomlin? Like we're talking about professional football and learning and prize. Like I was, I don't care what. I, I just, I don't, he's got it. He understands how to, how to manage these egos and how to manage young wide receivers and how to, there's a reason that they've, it's like one of those things where you go like, is not having an under 500 record in your career, is that really that big a thing? And then you realize how many other great coaches haven't been able to do that. It's not letting guys quit, holding them properly accountable, being able to hear it when they're not winning, when they're not happy, they're not getting the ball enough, being able to not be confrontational about it all. You can't always be confrontational. You also can't always be passive aggressive. Jason Stewart. I'm well, just the- saying, you got you got <laughs> to vary it a little bit. Isn't that, there seems to be like a, there's a more nuanced uh, discussion about this, right? Because like, um, I remember the the uh, incident, the sideline incident with Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury. Um, you said that it happened; those things happen all the time. The fact that his helmet was off, and we kind of got, we saw that, uh, you know, what he looked like as he was talking. That's what's been made a big deal about it, whatever. But I think my take at the time was sideline spats. I think there are confrontations, but there is also how you how you present it, like. I thought Kyler Murray in that moment was being disrespectful. Um, I think there's a way of, of trying to get your point across without without looking disrespectful to the guy that's in charge. And I think that's what kind of what Tomlin was getting into with this soundbite was there's I think there's a better way to present it, but the passion he likes. But I think there's a don't you agree? Yes. Yes. Which is what he said, you know. Correct. He didn't. He didn't step over every line to where you're like, now we got a problem. It was the, there's a way to do this. Let me show you the way. And every wide receiver wants the ball, dude. And they're all gonna at some point get frustrated. Not anything new. It's how you handle it, and how many times it happens, and how it evolves, and how personal you get on the sideline, right? Like you, like they're they're grown men. Just because you think you're talented doesn't mean the guy getting you the football doesn't think he's talented. Um, I want to ask you guys about the Odell Beckham Jr. thing. So, Bayer, the the narrative out there. So, OBJ, as we discussed, and we'll discuss this more, not going to be ready to go. 
may not be ready to play this year, hasn't run for anybody, hasn't worked out for anybody, hasn't played any football, obviously. And so the, the story that came out early today was that the Cowboys were interested, but only if it had next year as well, because he probably wouldn't be able to play this year. Which is causing some to say, oh, OBJ should never consider the Cowboys because they leaked medical information. Dan Byer, where are you on 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 uh, on OBJ and the medical information, which says essentially what we had said, which is like, dude, coming back from that second ACL is no joke. And he's not even going to play this year. Yeah, it's different in the fact of whether I think that OBJ should be a Cowboy or not be a Cowboy. It sure seems like the Cowboys were trying to make it a one-team race uh, for his services and then determine if they wanted uh, to utilize him or not by leaking some of that information, maybe trying to scare other teams off, even if he wasn't going to be in their plans. So I do, I mean, I would have a problem uh, with that. I mean, Micah Parsons has just said uh, within the last 15 minutes of, of seeing his media availability today, he has come out and said OBJ has told him that he'd be ready in five weeks. So... Um, <sighs> is saying all of this stuff uh now to other people of when he's going to be ready or i mean you know that's his opinion the point of the cowboys though leaking out that information i think is in poor taste even though i don't think that the cowboys should sign obj um that's um like all right where where are you jason stewart on it i mean there's a lot of ways to go with this one but the um the the leak from the Cowboys, I think, is is, is bad form. Um, not only the message that he's sending to OBJ, but to like any potential free agent down the road. That if if you know we if we can't keep that in house, then what what does that say about us? Um, but I think this whole thing has been a freaking joke because everyone in our business, almost you you being excluded from this, and then Levar Arrington, I think, as well had like a measured response to this whole thing, OBJ thing all offseason. Like we have no idea what kind of a player he is right now coming off an injury. But there were just segments and segments filled on TV and radio of what is the best fit for OBJ, completely ignoring this whole injury part of it. So like we're still, you know, we're still, I, I even heard um, Nick Wright say today, like, you know, LeBron's still a top 10 player in the league. Like, no, he's not. No, a top 10 player in the league can win games when, Anthony Davis goes down. They they can't, you know, I mean, like I could kind of go through the, you know, Jokic and John Morant. And um, I mean, just kind of go, go through, I could go through guys. You're like, I mean, Anthony Davis is a better player than LeBron James now. Right. So in top 10, my point is that we, we, we are slow to adjust because one, nobody wants to close the book on somebody, but two, like just the last time we saw Odell Beckham Jr. Play, he caught a touchdown pass in the Super Bowl. He looked really good. So we assume that he's that guy. And part of it is the old Adrian Peterson, right? He tore his ACL, then was back the next year. But this is the second ACL tear. You know, and if you remember, like people have forgotten when he was with the Browns. Yes, Baker was a mess. The offense was a mess. But so was OBJ. He wasn't great. He didn't actually start playing well until after a couple games with the Rams. So, and of course, he was coming off an ACL that year. 
But we we just we remember the thing we saw last, and we think guys are exactly the same, going to come back exactly the same. This is the guy has Tommy John surgery. He's going to be back better. It's like, yeah, like 60% or 70% are actually better after Tommy John surgery. There is another 30% out there. But what was your response? I, I remember all fall, uh, late summer, I'd be like, yeah, they, I just saw first take to 20 minutes on OBJ or whatever. But you were always like hesitant to get into it. And why? Like, Two, two reasons. Yeah. Uh, two reasons. One, I knew he wasn't going to play. It was going to be a while before he played football. And two, the fact that he really openly opined for the Rams. You know, when they had the ring ceremony, he was there. He's wearing the yellow pants. Like, he badly wanted the Rams to offer him more money, and they didn't. Tells you all I need to know. Like, they weren't sure what they had. They weren't sure if they wanted him. Now, the other so. thing, and sitting here thinking about this, maybe it's just a matter of, of and, and I, I agree, like, I Doug, I'm I'm in lockstep with you. I just never understood this fascination in bringing him in off of now his second ACL in, what, two or three seasons. Um, the other part of it is maybe it's just the fact that the Cowboys said it publicly. That's something that I always bat in this profession, and we want players to say something or coaches to say something, and then we do, and then we harp on what they said. Say, oh, you can't say that. You can't say that. And so – Maybe it's just maybe I was too harsh on the Cowboys. Maybe they just said what all the other teams are thinking, and it really isn't gonna like like if you're coming out there and saying this is gonna hurt Odell's value to everyone else, then those other teams are idiots for not taking this into consideration. Like they'd they'd have to be stupid, not you know, or or he'd be signed already if that was the case. Correct. So it's just maybe the the fact that the Cowboys have come out and said it. Uh, as opposed to Jerry Jones come out and said it, as opposed to maybe the other teams. Do, they, do, you, like, do we know that the Cowboys definitely leaked that information? Well, Jerry came on 105.3 and was like, like I want to see him work out. Like, I don't, like, that's, you know, that's a, a deal for us. Like, we have to make sure that he's healthy. And so now Micah Parsons coming out and saying that OBJ is going to be ready in five weeks. Well, well, again, that's OBJ saying he's ready. In five yeah, weeks. but that, and that, you know what that also is? That's also best case scenario, right? Like even OBJ said, like it's going to take me a month or how long to get into it. And you have Kyle Shanahan who said today, optimistic that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be able to return. But if, if if he would, I think that they would have a question about bringing him back if Brock Purdy was having this success. You're the Cowboys, and now you want to bring in a wide receiver during a playoff push. That has no familiarity for anything with your team. Like well, that's 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 the part. The, the other part is, and and I heard I read things today. Was like, well, what do what are the Cowboys locker room thinking? Well, like all those other guys, all those other wide receivers are like, good. <laughs> you know, I don't want somebody to take away my target. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Michael Gallup. Uh, you have a good right team. You have night. good chemistry. Do, more is not always more. It actually benefits. But the openly opining for him uh, is what you're talking about. It hurts the whole. Hey, we didn't actually want him. You know, yeah. Well, you you couldn't you couldn't come to an agreement. Doesn't mean you didn't actually want him. You mm-hmm. didn't want him at whatever length that you wanted, or however much money that he wanted. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Search FSR to listen live. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Danny Jeremiah joins us, NFL analyst and host of the Move the Sticks podcast. He also um, is the uh, analyst for Charger Games on the radio. Let, let's start there. Um, it's every week on repeat, right? They lose one to the Raiders. Raiders have played better, but what goes on with the Chargers in that third quarter when they can't score? You know, it's kind of baffling there, Doug. I mean, I, we can all point to the injuries. You know, they've had uh, you know their fair share injuries, especially on the offense and defensive lines, but they just haven't been able to convert third downs, you know, offensively, and, and that third quarter was a great example of that. A defense you know, had got them, uh, you know, some turnovers early. They weren't able to, you know, to totally capitalize on that and, and put the game out of reach. And then the third quarter just completely flipped the football game. You get the uh, the Eckler fumble, and it was all downhill after that. Um, how recoverable is that loss? Well, I, I look at that as one you're supposed to win. So I think you've got to now offset that. And, you know, I know this. Uh, you know, if you if you have told if I told you before these two weeks that they beat the Raiders and turn around lost to the Dolphins, you'd say okay, they're they're still kind of in it. They're right where they need to be. I feel like that puts a lot more pressure on them to win this one on Sunday night. Um, okay, so Tua, 
the the people who haven't been believers think he got exposed. Others like, well, he just had a bad game. What what's the tape say? Well, you know, I, I actually I think Orlovsky even said this, which I, I agreed with when I watched the tape. It was the first thing I wrote down was that I thought they did a nice job defensively in San Francisco with their linebackers with Fred Warner of buzzing underneath all those mid uh, mid level crossing routes that they wear people out with. But the depth of those linebackers made a big difference, and they're you know it's probably the one of the better linebacking cores in the NFL to have those guys to get out. Tua missed a couple. He missed a couple throws. He got knocked around a little bit by their defensive front, missing uh, uh, some offensive linemen himself. So yeah, I, I didn't look at that as uh, you know as some type of a warning sign that that Tua has been exposed. There's not many teams that have the personnel that the 49ers do to uh, to make you look like that. We all agree the 49ers have incredible personnel. Uh, is Brock Purdy good enough to get them to their potential? I don't think so. You know, I think there was, uh, you know, there's definitely a lot of positives to take from that. Much better than I anticipated he would. But I think skill set wise, he's just he's very average. And I think that the more you play, the more that'll kind of bear out. Um, so no, I mean, look, the team, the rest of the group's good enough where they can kind of carry the quarterback a ways, but. If, they have championship aspirations, Doug. I'll be very surprised if, if they can get there with Brock Purdy. What do you think of the Rams' decision to pick up Baker Mayfield? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they won't say it, but I thought it was just kind of a move to block him from going to San Francisco, you know. And the last thing you want to do is see your rival hoist the trophy the year after you did. So I thought it was, uh, you know, it was advantageous to have that opportunity to keep him away from a division rival that's on the on a championship run here. But, uh, then you find out that McVay really liked him coming into the draft, so it's a free look. Free look at a young player who was, you know, highly thought enough to, to be the first overall pick, even though a lot of us didn't think he was, you know, worthy of that spot. He's uh, he's he's got ability. I, I don't agree with the take that he you know shouldn't be in the league and he's surviving solely off of his draft status. No, he's got a very strong arm. He's had some some moments in this league and he's still relatively young. Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Y- yes, but I mean. You know, the Browns get rid of you, and I understand that that uh, that everything's changing Carolina, but it, it's got to be a little bit alarming that he was on the market at this late late time of the year. Yeah, there's so much chaos kind of going on, you know, in uh, in Carolina with all the different. You know, you lose your coach, you've got multiple quarterbacks there, your team, you know, it's kind of up and down. I, I don't know. I, it was a weird. It was a weird environment to have the uh, the number one. Was it the number one and two picks, or the one and three pick? Uh, whatever, Sam. One and four. Same, one and yeah, four. one and four. There you go. All in the same position room. So that was kind of a that was a oh, different. Oh, 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 oh different sorry. Setup. One and one and three. I, I meant when they yeah. drafted Baker, they had one and four. It was one and three with Sam Darnold. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So they were. Uh, you know, that was a unique situation. Look, I. I just tend to look at the positive side here, Doug, is that after all these years of me having Sam Darnold over uh, Baker Mayfield get crushed for it, I'm like, hey, we, I, I think we won here. He, uh, he ended up beating him out. So uh, I'm just looking at the positives here selfishly. Yeah, I, 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 I'll, I'll take that those positives with you as well. Um, there are some saying, hey, Lamar should just not play. I just, I'm not getting the contract I want. I'm just not going to play the rest of the year. How would that go over in Baltimore? You've worked there before. Yeah, I don't think that's the right move there. Um uh, They've kind of already shown a stubbornness and an unwillingness to go beyond their number, um, and I don't think that they're moving off of that. So, you know, I think this is going to come down to him, you know, agreeing to a contract on their terms or 
they're just going to ride this thing all the way out through franchise tags, and then uh, and then they would move on. But I don't think you're going to bully around that organization. That's not really how they operate. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, okay, what are you hearing in the league about Aaron Rodgers and his future in football? Not much, to be honest. You know, I think there's a lot of curiosity about how the rest of this season plays out there. Um, you know, and and do they get a look at Jordan Love? Is he okay with that? Does he sign off on that? Does he hell bent on playing every snap? You know, going forward, there's uh, there's a lot of curiosity there, and I think you know, going uh, going into next year, I don't even know that anybody's really talked about that. With my buddies around the league, they're more curious to see how this thing ends this year. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm interested to see how it ends this year. It, I mean, look, it looks like they got a potential star in Watson better anyway. So, <laughs> I, it, supposedly, so like they they might they might be a year away. Why is their defense so bad? Their personnel is better than their result. So you know, it usually results in a coordinator change. So you know, I don't want to see anybody lose their job. But Joe Barry, I think, is going to probably end up you know paying for that one just because. It's not like they've got a bunch of scrubs out there. They've got some dudes. Um, you know, maybe you'd say, okay, you could add another edge rusher, but normally I would say, guy's an unrestricted free agent. He's on the market. He doesn't get signed. No big deal. We shouldn't talk about it. And I hadn't really talked about the OBJ thing, but somehow it became a thing. They asked Jerry about it. Jerry made it seem like he wanted it to happen. He goes to the Mavs game last night with with a couple other players. And then all of a sudden we wake up today and they're like, yeah, they're going to pass because he can't play this year. How did we, how did we get to this level of fiasco with OBJ? Yeah, I, the the medical stuff just kind of came out of the blue. I hadn't heard any of that. And then all of a sudden all the medical stuff came out. And, you know, obviously that would be a legit, you know. So I, I just, it was bizarre how all this stuff kind of all just got dumped out at one time. And, you know, um, I'll be curious to see how that impacts them everywhere else. But, yeah, why? What, what's the what's the point of doing a tour and doing a free agency tour right now if you're not going to be able to play? I don't think anybody's going to be in a hurry to sign you if, you, if you're not going to be able to give them anything this year. It's just so weird. Bizarre. So how much, how much is Von Miller being out uh, change how you look at the bills in the postseason? Well, he had a chance to be their closer, you know, uh, they've got a lot of depth. They've got some good players on that defensive front, but he's the one who could really be, you know, a, a guy that could close out games when you've got to have it fourth quarter playoffs, need to get off the field and get you a sack. And I, I don't know if they have anybody with that type of uh, ability in their group. I like Greg Rousseau a lot. He's a good player, but that's, you know, that'll be new for him to try and assume that type of uh, a spot. So I, I actually think it's a really significant injury. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, it, the, the closer role is an interesting one. Obviously one he played with the, with the Rams. Um, okay, you also obviously do the NFL draft for the NFL Network as their lead analyst. It's something you've done for years. I'm wondering how the league views. We, we've had guys miss bowl games before. Now we have them one missing a college football playoff game. How is that viewed by by scouts and front office people in the NFL? I hear, you know, I kind of hear these same conversations every year. Going back to the original, right, which was not a playoff game, but I think it was Christian McCaffrey yep. um, was kind of the first one to opt out. And it turns out that didn't reveal any deep character flaw. And it turns out it didn't have any impact on where he was drafted. And it had zero impact on what type of player he was. 
all, you know, kind of coming through the pandemic stuff of the, oh, these guys have missed the whole season. You know, Micah Parsons. Slater, yeah. Micah Parsons. These guys are all pros as rookies. Um, so I tend to be on the other side of this where I think a lot of people on in our business and the media side of things or even in the team side of things, they try and scare these kids and it's going to impact you. It's going to have zero impact, Doug. Every, every general manager needs to win games to save his job. And if you've got a player that makes a business decision, which is exactly what it is, it's a business decision. Um, but he makes your team better than the other guys on your board at that position. It's not going to an iota of where he goes in the draft. Is it a sign, though, that if you know if he's in a Lamar Jackson situation, he won't play? I don't think so. I mean, I just I think the opt out thing where those guys missed a whole year and, and they're the, some of the best players in the NFL. I, I agree. I, just, I don't think they look, care. I, look, I agree. I mean, I I sat with a GM a couple weeks ago and I said, you know, those opt outs are coming up, and he's like, it doesn't. Other than you know how long it would take them to get back to where they were, and if anything, it's less beating on their bodies, which NFL yeah. guys actually like. Mm-hmm. I do. I the, the playoff thing. You're like, man, do you want to come back and try and win a championship with your guys? Uh, yeah, I, I think I think too though with Smith and Jigba, it's you know if he had played through the year and then missed a game or two, and then you know was kind of fully healthy and then didn't want to come back. This, I mean, he's missed the whole season basically. So um, they've they've got to where they are without him. Um, so you know, I, I don't feel I don't look at it as him bailing on them and leaving them in a lurk. They're they're just fine at the wide receiver position, including the kid that you know is probably the best wide receiver in all of college football is playing there. I don't know how much you've watched his tape. He never struck me as a pro quarterback previously, but he's had an incredible year yeah. this year. Um, Am I wrong? It, it feels like the quarterbacks that are staying in school, it's a lot like big guys staying in college basketball. They, they know that it's a really hard road for them and not likely to happen in the NFL, and they're getting that advice. So you're better off staying in school and collecting NIL money. Is, is, is that fair, or is it simply they want more snaps for more refinement? No, I think I think it's kind of all those things. Um, and I haven't done a full workup on him, but I know he's – I mean, just from – Watching what I've seen, he's got a very live arm. He looks so much bigger than what I remember of him at Indiana. Um, but you know, there's another one that I'm, you know, going to be following, which is Bo Nix, um, to see what he ends up doing at Oregon. He had a phenomenal year. But you know, if you look at those guys and say, okay, you know, maybe probably not first round picks. Um, then after that, everything's a crapshoot because how many times have we seen the Sam Howells of the world? where we say, oh, he's not in that first tier, but he'll be a second-round pick. Right, those, right. those guys go to the fifth round where there's no guarantees. So you go back to college, you, you, you know, finish up your education, you have a great time you know, playing ball with, with your friends, you're going to make some great NIL money. Um, there's, a lot, there's a lot of positives that these schools can sell these kids on coming back now that they didn't have previously. There's, there's no question there. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Dan Jeremiah is our guest. Of course, Move the Sticks is his podcast. He breaks down uh, players for the NFL Draft and the NFL Network, and he calls Charger games for a living. What do you think Brady does? Now? He's in Tampa. Um, I think it's – if I was going to guess, I would say he retires, but I would say retirement one – Playing somewhere else, I think, probably would be number two. I think people will point to San Francisco as the most likely option. And then, you know, returning to Tampa would probably be number three for me. Might be number four. I mean, maybe the Raiders? 
you know, to be I didn't even say the broad- We didn't even say the broadcast booth either, I guess, right? That's well, the broadcast booth would be retiring, though, right? Yeah, there you go. That, that would be that would be that would be retiring. You you did you called the Raiders game? Are they are they that much better, or is this you know just how close it is winning and losing? No, I mean, look, they're playing better. They found out you know who they are and and what they do, which is just feed the ball to Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams. I think in some ways having. Renfro out and Waller out has kind of streamlined and made things simple for them um, of who they are and what they're doing. I still don't think the talent's great outside of those you know few guys they have defensively. I, I think they're not good at all. They have one big time rusher and Chandler Jones had by far his best game of the season. But I think the back end is not good. So beat up on the offensive line, they couldn't protect long enough to to expose them. They are, they are playing definitely playing more towards their potential now than they were earlier in the season. What is it the Bengals are able to do that others aren't to Kansas City? Well, they've limited explosives. That's a big part of it. Um, so you eliminate those huge chunk plays, and you don't let you know you don't let Kelsey beat you. You know that's kind of the deal with that team. That's where you know you're going to lose to him. A lot of people are going to lose to him. You know, no matter what they do. But if you can't slow down Kelsey, you have no chance. So. I think they've done a pretty good job against him. And then, you know, Burrow keeps them on the field and, uh, you know, big conversions, big throws. And I, I cliche, but I believe it. They, there's no fear factor with them. You know, it beat them three now. So that there's no fear factor of the Mahomes, Andy Reid thing that, that gets a lot of people before you even take a snap. DJ, great stuff, dude. Uh, enjoy the weekend. I'll, I'm going to come up and see you Sunday night. And uh, we'll, see if, we'll see if the Bolts can uh, actually win a game they're not supposed to win. Look forward they, to it, buddy. They lose games. Hey, supposed. congrats to the Dodgers and all those great players they haven't signed, by the way. Congrats to the Padres on uh, offering more money and getting turned down uh, by by Aaron Judge. That's a character flaw. Who turns down more money to come to San Diego? Come on. <laughs> it's a very, it's a very, very, very good point, especially living in New York. Like, ugh. But it is, <laughs> it is the Yankees. DJ, thanks so much. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. What's that new show, George and... um... Oh, God. It's on Paramount. Oh man, what? it's like yeah, the country huh? Tammy, George and Tammy, George Williams, is that who it is? George Jones, George. What? George Jones. Didn't she play Tammy? She played another Tammy and won an Oscar. Uh, Tammy, what's her face? The the uh, scammers, the huh? religious scammers back in the huh? day. Oh, Tammy Faye Baker. Yeah, she played Tammy Faye Baker, and now she's playing another Tammy. Je- a... Jessica Chastain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, now she plays uh, Tammy Wynette. Wynette, yeah. Yeah, it's a Showtime uh, Showtime show. Let's get to the press, shall we? The press. I'm sure that'll be on a new uh, podcast on uh, that Jason Stewart has. Jason is on all these podcasts. I didn't even know he's on. He's like, oh yeah, I do a podcast on that. I do a podcast on that. Oh, yeah, I, I do a podcast on that. I owe you a uh, an invite. We're going to be doing Christmas vacation pretty quickly, so um, we're going to invite you on the show. Okay, I appreciate that. Bayer, do you have a favorite Christmas movie? I, I, a Christmas story would would be. It's your go-to? Yes. Okay, solid. Iowa Sam? That's a toughie. Uh, come back to me. I didn't know it required that much much thought. All right, uh, we'll, we'll come back to you. Dan Bayer, what do you got today? I, I, I think last week when you were out, I relayed the story on how I went to the Christmas Story house for a tour and got left behind by the tour guide. And the seven uh, NBA Finals had a day off in Cleveland, and so that's where the house was. And uh, yeah, did you steal the lamp? <laughs> no, did not steal the lamp. They just left me in the backyard. Like I turned around and nobody was there, and then the house was locked. That's funny. I was the only one on the tour. Yeah, it was pretty, you were only one on the tour. Yes, it was the middle of June. It was, and it wasn't that well known. Like it had first opened up. Like around that time, and so it took me a while to in a, get there. In a shocker, if people didn't want to see the Christmas Story house in June. <laughs> Be so, careful, Ralphie. So they, what do they call the 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 new one they just did? Is it a Christmas Story Christmas? Is that what it's it's called on HBO That's HBO right. Max? Yeah, they did like a. I didn't know there was a sequel to the original, and then this is the third movie. Correct. Yes, and I think that's why they couldn't call it Christmas Story Two because it wasn't. You know, that one was already done. But what I remake was basically filmed in Bulgaria. Like, they recreated everything, and they filmed it in Europe. I thought I I had been to the house, and I just assumed that they had filmed it in Cleveland, but they remade everything to the exact T and uh, filmed it there. 
little little trivia for you. All right, let's get to it. Um, let's start the NFL. We thought Von Miller was going to be A-OK and return to the exploratory surgery, change that, because it was no longer exploratory, Doug, on that knee. They found a torn ACL, Von Miller, done for the season for Buffalo. What, what people should know, and, and it's interesting, I'd, I'd be fascinated to see what the MRI looked like. Because uh, my MRI, it took my doctor, Dr. Andy Carrick, exactly like five seconds to go, yep, torn ACL. Um, but you know, sometimes it can be a little gray in there. It's a very, it's a very small little kind of cavity where the ACL exists. And I'm guessing they thought there was some amount of damage. And when they went in, they could take a real look and like, yeah, it's like three quarters torn. And that's what happened. Dallas Cowboys apparently did not offer Odell Beckham Jr. A contract after his visit this week. That's according to the NFL network. Wait, what'd you say? Sorry. Did not offer him a contract. That's a bad sign, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like you bring him in, you wine him and dine him, and then you're like, and now it could be, it could be, it wasn't that they didn't offer him contract, it was that they wanted, hey, let's talk, we want to do a two-year deal if you're not ready for this year. And he's like, nah, I, I want to be back on the market. But like, mm, yeah, we don't see that. You know, something dawned on me Sunday with this Cowboys team is we're talking so much about Odell Beckham Jr., and then the Eagles are the team that's actually not only with the best record in the NFC, but heck, just in the NFC East. So this expectations for this Cowboys team um, the spotlight is normally on them. Like last year, they won the division. They lost to the Niners in the wild card round. Uh, you know, failure, failure of a season. But if we're sitting there talking about OBJ, we're not talking about their failures or Mike McCarthy's issues. And if we're looking at the division, we're talking about the Eagles being the best team and in the conference as well. I think a lot of this is actually really as a team to not have those uh, expectations in stretch here. I think it's a great point. It's a great point. I, I think, though, their, their expectations are, regardless of standing, they think Eagles have had an easy run, played us last time with Cooper Rush. We're a better team. We played a harder schedule, and that, that's what it's about. Yeah, maybe when they play them, uh, in the Cow- if the Cowboys win that game, then the expectations will change. It'll be more focused. But we aren't talking about you know how well the Cowboys are really playing right now in how good they could have been if they didn't blow that game in Green Bay. Uh, 49ers head coach Kyle Shanahan says there's an outside chance that Jimmy Garoppolo returns in the postseason, but saying that he's not real optimistic that's going to happen from that foot injury. Yeah, I mean, they're saying there's a chance, right? He'd go to Europe and get some sort of injection or whatever. Saying there's a chance is the, the it's like the uh, dumb and dumber, like one in a million. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> yeah, sort of. Uh, there will be no Will Levis for the University of Kentucky in the Music City Bowl. How about yes. that, Iowa Sam? Yes. He is uh, foregoing the bowl game because the quarterback is going to enter the NFL draft. Hmm. Well, Will Levis, some people think he'll be the first first player taken. Uh, hasn't had the year, hasn't been as healthy, hasn't had the year that people expect of him, but there are some that believe he's the, he's the guy. He's the most talented guy. Yeah. It really will be interesting because not everybody loves C.J. Stroud. Um, I think everybody loves Bryce Young, but I think that he could be one that gets caught up in all the draft stuff when you're talking about size. There's no denying his playmaking ability. Anthony Richardson could be another hot topic of conversation as he declared for. uh, Again, the big news of the day, Aaron Judge, back with the Yankees, nine-year deal, $360 million to return to the Bronx. You know, so many people talking about it and just laying their own judgment when only God can really judge him. Right. All rise. All rise. Well, good. You got nine more years of terrible judge 
uh, puns coming out of New York. And that's the press. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. Uh, okay, so like Wednesday has become this really weird day. We wait on Thursday night football. Not that we love Thursday night football, but it is football. So I guess we watched some hoops tonight. Uh, Illinois came from behind and beat Texas in overtime. But this is finals week. But tomorrow night, I'm going, I'm going to the Rams game. We'll talk about it tomorrow on the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.